0: Before we get started, I want to thank Arn, Zach, and Aaron for joining my Patreon this past week. Your support means so much to me, so thank you. If you would like to gain access to my bonus episodes as well, then head on over to my Patreon page at patreon.com drnosleep to sign up. You can find the link in the podcast description. Now time for the story. It happened as the bell rang, finally signaling a long-awaited recess, but... As we got to our feet, another message played over the speaker system. Students of Recall Hall, please remain seated. The school has been put on lockdown. No one is allowed to leave under any circumstances. We all groaned in annoyance, hardly a soul taking the message seriously. Whatever drill we assumed the school was putting us through, none of us were having it. Only then did I glance outside to see three armored military vehicles approaching the school at high speeds. Within a minute, dozens of soldiers poured out with heavy equipment and metal plates, running up to our windows. One by one, they started boarding them up, drilling the plates in front of our windows, making any thought of escape impossible. What's happening? Leo asked from the back of the class. The teacher didn't answer. He looked just as confused as the rest of us. He went to his desk and pulled out a phone, calling the principal, but he didn't answer. We're just going to stay here, all right? Let them deal with the situation, then we can leave. I dug my mobile phone out from my bag, only to find that I didn't have any signal. While the school always had crappy service, it had never been left without the possibility to call out. Whatever the soldiers had done, it had blocked off our only means of contacting the outside world. I can't call anyone, I said, holding up my phone. The other students, even Mr. Morgans, pulled out their phones, each of them with the same result. Everybody keep calm. It'll be all right, Mr. Morgan said unconvincingly. We just need to wait here for them to help. His words were interrupted by frantic screaming coming from the hallway and heavy footsteps running just outside the door. We all sat in silence, listening intently to the commotion going on outside. Then, one by one, the screams were silenced, replaced by distant gurgles. By then... Some of my classmates had started crying, while others sat frozen in fear. Fuck this shit, I'm leaving, one of the students said. It was Jack, the class hat. He'd always been a daredevil, claiming nothing could scare him, but even for him, this was ridiculous beyond belief. He ran for the door, pulled it open, and started running down the hall. Mr. Morgans was too slow to stop him. He just rushed over to pull the door closed. We all sat back ready for another bout of screams, but they never came. By all means, it seemed like Jack had made it to safety, but how he'd possibly leave the school, we didn't know. He made it? Leo called from the back. I don't know, it sounds like he's fine, another one chimed in. As the news of his escape hit us, more of the students started feeling confident we could get out with him. Whatever the military had blocked the school for, It wasn't to keep us safe, so staying in one place might end up getting us all killed. While Mr. Morgans demanded we stay back, he couldn't fight us all, so a group consisting of four students, including myself, decided to leave. Leo took the lead, sticking his head outside the door and signaling that it was all clear. We ducked into the hallway in silence, making sure it was empty. The place was eerily quiet, a stark contrast to both its usual self And the screaming we'd heard moments earlier. We unanimously decided to head in the opposite direction of the sound, which also went towards the main exit. While we all figured the main exit was blocked, we were hoping one of the ventilation shafts had been forgotten, and the only vent entrance we knew about was situated near the main doors. If Jack had made it outside, that would be the only way. As we walked down the hall, the lights suddenly went out. It appeared that the electricity had been cut because even the ventilation system fell silent, meaning the whole building had lost power. The only light we had then came from our mobile phones, but it hardly provided any comfort. Then I slipped and hit my head on the ground. It hurt, and as I went to rub the back of my head, it felt wet. At first, I was worried I might've cracked my head open, but then I realized that my entire back was wet. Leo shined his flashlight at my back, immediately gasped as he realized I was covered in blood. The only issue was, it didn't belong to me. The entire hallway was covered in blood, the floor, the walls, and the ceiling. Maybe we should turn back, Elise said. No, we need to get out, Tyler argued back. We kept going, slowly moving forward in silence until we finally saw the exit. As suspected, the doors had been sealed shut by the same metal plates, but next to the door, Stood a ladder leading up to the vent Probably the one Jack had used to escape Tyler rushed to the front And started ascending the ladder As he got to the vent He froze in place Jack? He said quietly He's in there? I asked Yeah But he's not moving Then Tyler started tugging on Jack's legs And tumbled back as he pulled half his body out of the vent Falling onto the ground and knocking himself out for a moment Jack was dead which meant that the monster had either climbed inside the vents or there were several of them. We, we should go back to the classroom and wait for help, Elise suggested as she stared at what was left of Jack. None of us could disagree. So we got Tyler back on his feet and started quietly walking back, praying not to garner the attention of whatever monstrosity had been unleashed within our school. When we finally got back, we found the door to our classroom broken and smashed to pieces. We stood frozen outside until I finally got the guts to check inside, holding the other back to protect them from what I knew was coming. The entire room was smeared with blood, with chunks of flesh lying on the floor. Every single person in the classroom had been killed, torn to shreds by an unknown entity. Had we not left to look for a way out, we'd all be dead too. What are we going to do? Elise asked. I don't know. We just have to keep looking for a way out. We can't stay here. We turned to walk in the opposite direction, hoping to find shelter or maybe even an escape through the basement. But as we turned to run, we heard a bizarre sound shatter the silence around us. What was that? Tyler asked with a shaky voice. It was the thing. It has to be. The darkness felt more overwhelming than ever, but we had to keep going. We ran through the halls, occasionally coming across streaks of blood. As we turned a corner, we heard Elise scream for her life. No! Help me! She'd been snatched by a mangled appendage that wrapped itself around her leg. It stretched endlessly far into the darkness, belonging to a being that was too far away to see. We tried to grab onto her, but she was slipping away too fast. We could hear the bone within her leg get crushed to pieces as she slipped away from our grasp. Elise! Tyler yelled as he started to run after her. Leo tried to follow, but I pulled him back. Don't do it. We can't help her. Tyler! Leo yelled, hoping to bring him back to us. It was too late. He too got entangled in the many dark appendages, his body being crushed almost instantly under the pressure. They were dead, and there was nothing me and Leo could do about it. So we kept running, turning around corners blindly in an aimless attempt at escape. We'd gotten lost in the vast hallways of the school and there were no obvious ways out. At least, we came to another set of doors that led out into freedom, but they were locked. Defeated, I just collapsed onto the ground, but Leah wasn't ready to give up. He kept hammering on the boarded up windows and in the distance, we could hear the monster come closer. Within minutes, we would be dead. Then, as he hammered for the last time, the metal panel suddenly vanished, letting light in for the first time. The doors blew open, and a team of heavily armed soldiers came running into the building. They threw something I could only describe as military-grade Molotovs before one of them turned to us. Is there anyone else left? No, no, they're all dead, I stuttered. With that, they pulled us out and sealed the doors back up. That was pretty much it. They loaded us into a vehicle and drove us to an isolated field hospital set up inside some warehouse. Once they'd confirmed we didn't carry any strange infections, we were put through a series of interviews, but nothing came of it because the school was gone the next day, burned to the ground and removed as if it never existed. And the hundreds of deaths were claimed to be caused by a crazy fire. All of it got brushed under the rug but i can't hide the truth anymore even if they kill me i need to get this story out people deserve to know thanks for listening if you're tuning in on apple podcast please take a minute to leave a review your review directly helps the podcast grow and allows me to continue coming out with the best horror stories on the internet thank you so much